Well, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I say, send now prosperity. It is a great day to be alive. Welcome to the Sunday Word. Um, every Sunday, 1230. And and I, I want to know from you all, too, um, that are in Clubhouse, is this the best time? Y'all like earlier? You like this? You're just getting up? Let, let me know. But um, through the back chat, paint some pe people in the room. Uh, good morning, Angelica. Good morning, Dr. Eve. It is a great day to be alive. Um, and to all of our regulars that's here, uh, Paulette, Brandy, Dawn, Hope, Quandra, Janelle, good to see all of you. If you just ping some people in the room today as we get ready to teach uh, a word from the Lord, I want to, I want to, um, I want to, I want to go kind of a different way. I'm going to be more in a, in a scripture today, just to bring it alive to you um, today. And I want to, I want to talk about um, extreme, extreme faith for the process. Extreme. Hello, those of you that are on um, YouTube. YouTube today, uh, those of you that are on YouTube, um, extreme faith for the process. And, and you may want to take notes. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you four things that's going to help you on today to get to your destination. You, you'll understand, um, where I'm going, uh, extreme reaching a high or the highest degree very great so we're talking about very great faith very great faith very great faith very great faith for the process you need faith for the process extreme faith for the process i i, I want to look at luke 9 luke 9 verse 62 and jesus said unto him and for those of you that are not believers you stay here i mean the principles these are principles and the principles work no matter what principles we were talking the other night on the um on, on i believe it was josh's stage in in clubhouse and we were talking about um going back and forth you know, I don't know what we call it, but there are certain laws that no matter who teach them, and I agree with that, Dr. E, there are certain laws that no matter who teach them, they work, they're principles. Um, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, all, all billionaires understand philanthropy. When Melissa and Bill broke up, um, she said, I got a lot of money and I'm getting ready to give it away. <laughs> because she understands not that you know um she understands that you know for tax purposes you you give and you you know you get you 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 know you get breaks but no there is a law and if we ever get that law i promise you i i send money to people from cash app and not long after i send it it, it I, somebody it's a reciprocal that's why they call it call it currency so principles work no matter what, whether you're a believer or not. 
So Mika, I want to talk about extreme faith for the process. Uh, Luke 9, 62, Jesus said unto him, no man put, having put his hands to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom. Let me read it again. And Jesus said unto him, no man uh, having put his hand to the plow. Plow is a, 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 a term for farming. Farming, plow. It is what you till the ground with. You go through the ground to get it ready for the seed to go into it. Let me read it again so you have more understanding. And Jesus said unto him, no man having put his hand to the plow is fit for the kingdom. Yeah, no man. Jesus said no procrastination, no backward looks. You can't put God's kingdom off till tomorrow, seize the day. That's the, the message Bible. Jesus said, no procrastination, no backward looks. You can't put God's kingdom off until tomorrow. Now here kingdom represents, you gotta know what stuff represents. It represents the promise, the destination. And Jesus said unto him, no man hadn't put his hand to the plow, to the work, to your dreams. See, I wouldn't be a good preacher if I don't make it relevant to your life. The plow is just an example of work. And looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Underline and looking back. It didn't say, Candace, going back. It says, looking back. All right? Now, let me read uh, verses 57 now that we know where we're going. This is going to make sense. And it came to pass that they went into, they went in the way a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whatsoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, you sure? This is really what he's saying. You sure? Because foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man have not where to lay his head. How you going to follow me? And I ain't got no way to even lay my head. This is the way I came in. And he said to another, Jesus said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Y'all think I'm tough, but you know, look what he says. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee. Uh, no, and Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. And another said also, I will follow you, but let me first go bid farewell, which are at home at my house. And Jesus said, no man having put his hand, this is what it is. This is where it picks it up. They all have, they all have excuses. Jesus said to the one that said, I want to go bury my father, let the dead bury the dead. Come on, let's go. This is so important that the dead bury the dead. So they already taken care of. I know that sounds mean, Candace. But then he says to the other one, no, don't, don't go tell your family. Come on. 
he tells us even uh, when he, well, let me go ahead first. There are four things I want to give you. There are four things I want to give you. Uh, I want to give you the picture. We're going to look at four things and we're out of here, Dawn. I want to give you the picture. I want to give you the process. I want to give you the problem. And I want to give you the promise. The picture. I want to give you the process. I want to give you the problem. And I want to give you the promise. What's the picture? The picture here is taken from the world of farming and agriculture. To produce a crop, the farmer must plow the field to make it ready to receive the seed to grow a harvest. Jesus gives of a picture of a problem. To plow a field, you have to look forward to plow it correctly. If you're constantly looking back, then your furrows or the lines, I don't know if we got any country people in here, will be crooked and your harvest will never grow. My brothers and sisters, today, this afternoon on this Sunday, I want to submit to you that this is the reason why many dreams and visions don't grow. Because we are working, but we're steady looking back. You can't work and continue to second guess yourself to figure out, is this what I'm supposed to do? Y'all not saying nothing. You, 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 you have to keep your eyes, as we say, on the prize. Or else what you're working on will never grow. You can't worry about what people are thinking. I'm halfway done. I really am. You can't worry about what people are thinking and how people are talking. If that was the case, I would have quit a long time ago. I, I just, um, some of you saw it, had, had a post on Spiritual Word and, and it reached a half a million people that, along just there and others posted it. One other uh, lady posted it, one posted 100,000 people. So I don't know, maybe it could have reached maybe a million people. But what I didn't do, Candace, Angelica, Coffee, Dr. Eve, Dawn, what I didn't do is I didn't go in and read the comments because I understand at a certain level in life and a certain plateau in life, you can't read what everybody think about what you say. Y'all not going to say nothing, but I, I'm in here now. You ain't got to say a word now because I feel different now. I said, you can't, you may not, you may not have the same situation as me, but some of you all are reading comments from your friends and reading comments and their opinions. That is a form of looking back. When you begin to listen to everybody else, then it will skew and it will waver what you believe. I'm gonna go old fashioned right here, coffee. 
I'm going to go old fashioned. When you know that you know, that you know that you know, that you know that you know that you know, Miss Loretta, then nobody, Paulette, Paulette got this thing. She know a man in here means to hit hand raising. Just keep hitting it, Paulette. Don't nobody want to help you say amen. When you know that you know that you know, then you don't let anybody skew you. You don't read. Tell somebody, if I was in church, I'd tell them, tell somebody, don't read the comments. Don't, don't, don't put your hands to the plow and, 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 and have crooked lines. Some of you are, are building, but you got crooked lines because every time somebody give you, come on, coffee, give you their opinion, your lines start getting crooked. So, and in the Greek, it is, it is not just an occasional glance at the, at the, at the back. It is, he is constantly look, looking back. It's all right every now and then to look back and see where God brought you from. It's all right to take inventory over your life. But when you are constantly looking back, you cannot build for the future. So let me ask you a question. Come here, Candace. Let me ask you a question. Come here, come here, y'all. Come here, Brandy. Let me ask you a question. What is your picture? Because I say we're talking about the picture, the process. What is your picture? What, is, what does life look like for you right now? What are you working on? Because before you can get anything, you have to have a picture of where you're going. What is your picture? Hallelujah. What is, what is it that, 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 that keeps you up at night? What is it that, what is the picture? And if you already got a, a, a glimpse of your picture, that is your promise. That is your destiny. That is the thing in which God brought you into the earth. You didn't just not come here because your mom and daddy got together. You are here. Come here, Candace. You are here to solve somebody's Miss Sonia Samuels. You are here to solve Felicia, somebody's problem. You, Mika, are an answer to somebody's problem. You are somebody's solution. You are the sugar in somebody's coffee. You are the cream. You are somebody, and I ain't talking about a man or woman. You have been sent here and called. So what's the picture? What, what's, what's, what's the picture? I, I am, uh, uh. Uh, some of y'all got the picture, but 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 you 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 you're looking back. So so we got the picture. We got a we got the picture, and and I've shared this over and over and over again, uh, Lady Felicia, uh, on Facebook, uh, on uh, on YouTube. I've shared this before. I've shared this before. That God starts at the end of a thing. When He died on the cross, coffee, uh, Doctor Eve, He said it is finished. God's not working on anything else. He is sitting, it is recorded at the right hand of the Father making intercession for us. He's saying, come on, Paulette. He's saying, come on, Janelle. Come on, he is rooting us on and the heavenly host. So he starts at the end, but we start at the beginning and something that we don't teach about and something we don't like I never forget, I, I was hosting a young preacher show at the Word Network before the pandemic. 
And uh, my dear friend, Dr. Irisha Hilliard, we were talking about the next word. The next word is process. And um, the process, and, and she said, well, we don't, us millennials don't have to go through, you know, that because y'all went through it. My father and those of you of your generation went through that. And I highly disagree. You may not have to go through the process that we went through. You may have to deal with the same stuff that we deal with or dealt with, but you are going to have to go. Je My granddaddy used to say this to me, coffee, Angelica, Eve, Ken, don't y'all hold me. Don't hold me. Don't hold me, Janae. Don't hold me. I ain't trying to be old fashioned. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all ain't saying that. My grandfather used to say, I'll be right here, Sonny. In other words, Sonny, when you go through what you're about to go through, huh? He used to tell me, uh, Eve, he said, just keep on living. Just keep on living because you, you go into each life. I feel my preacher today. Into each life. I'm celebrating 35 years today. A preacher, and I feel my preacher. Into each life, some rain must fall. Into each life. You cannot avoid. If you got a picture of your future and if you got a promise and if you got destination, there is going to be, come here, y'all, a process. I, I don't, the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver them all. You cannot avoid the process. You cannot avoid going through something. You cannot avoid the process. The process. Plowing the field is not glamorous or fun. It is a part of the farming. You cannot get a harvest without plowing the field. <laughs> I just, I just, I just got back from Philly. I had to preach in Camden and I saw my daughter there. And and, and somewhere along the Pennsylvania uh a turnpike, I saw these these tall stalks, stalks of corn. They ready for the harvest. Any day now the trucks are gonna be out there. But somebody had to go through the process in order to plant the seed. Everything that you eat has been planted and somebody for your enjoyment to sit there and eat any kind of vegetable or fruit, if it's not man-made, there had, and even that, there had to be somebody that plowed the ground. Somebody had to work for what you enjoyed. Good God Almighty, I'm getting ready to go. I said, somebody had to work. And the problem with us is we don't want to work. Somebody said, Bishop, you're the hardest working man I know. No, I'm really not. I just have decided that nobody else is going to outbeat me doing what I'm doing. And if I don't work, I don't eat. And I tried broke and I don't like it. So the plowing is not glamorous or fun. It's a part of the process of farming. The farmer endures the process because he has faith in the product. Let me say it again. I just said something. If you're taking notes, the farmer, let me, let me say it slow because I used to ride the slow bus. I need to understand. The farmer endures the process because he has faith in the product. Let me ask you a question. Come in. Come in, Quandra. Come in. Do you have faith in what God showed you? Do you believe in what God showed you? Do you, do you, do you, do you believe in what you're doing? If you are, if you are, if you are called to anything, 
You got to believe it in order to make me believe it. Let me read it again. I said the farmer mm -hmm, endures the process, Quanisha, mm -hmm, because he believes in the pro. Do you believe in what God showed you? Hmm? He knows and believes that if he follows the steps of plowing, Dr. Eve, seeding and waiting, plowing, getting the ground ready, seeding into the ground. I'm not necessarily talking about giving right now. I'm talking about into your work and what you're doing. I, I just, I just, I, it, my DMs are full of women, of people that hit me and they, ha they have, they need, they need advice about relationships that they are in. And a lot of them, when they come out of a relationship, they say, Bishop, now I just want to work on me. And really what they're saying is, I, I don't, I don't believe in this process of, and I, I just told somebody, I said, dating is risky. And it's a part of the process in getting to the right one. Nobody wants to be processed. You can't go to another country. They call it being processed. You can't go to another country unless you're processed. They have to make sure you say who you are. They have to make sure you're not going over there to do nothing wrong. Life is full of processes. It bothers me that people that come straight out of, out of, out of, out of, I ain't going to say that. But people that ain't never been through nothing, trying to share with people. You got to have a process. Even if your name did nothing but went to school for it, let me see some process. He knows and believes that if he follows the steps of plowing, seeding, and waiting, then the seed will grow and the harvest will come. The faith in the process comes from the power. Write it down. The faith in the process. Bishop, you don't know the process that I'm going through. Oh, my God. I just want it to end. No. The faith in the process from the power of the seed. The faith in the process comes from the power of the seed, which you put in the ground and the providence of God. I know if I plant this seed, it will grow because that is what God does. All I have to do is the plowing and the planting. Y'all know when I start clapping, I get happy. I said, all I got to do is plant the seed, work the ground, and then God's providence. What does God's providence mean? It means that then he does his work. Hey, y'all. Y'all don't know it, but y'all just got tricked. What do you mean? I'm going to share with y'all. Y'all don't believe what I'm saying, so I'm going to show y'all how y'all got you. You're sitting in. When the right one comes, club. I had to plow for y'all to get here. <laughs> what do you mean, Bishop? 11 years ago, I started a tweet and says, in order for the right one to come, you got to become the right one. And for 11 years, I didn't just get here. For 11 years, I've been plowing WTROC. I had a little book that had errors in it. 
called When the Right One Comes, quotes. That's before Candace and Anisha came along. Y'all ain't saying nothing. It had mistakes in it. I don't even remember who did it. But it was 600 quotes of all my quotes. Thousands of quotes later. Five times a day, quotes go out. Two or three videos. You're sitting 10,000, uh, uh, how many people in here now? 14,000 members strong, I think it is. 30,000 people in here. Not including uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. 40,000 people and all of the stuff that I do in the relationship space. I plowed. I kept posting. Didn't feel like posting. Sometime with my phone in bed falling asleep. The problem is, don't nobody want to plow. Same thing with Young Preacher. I tweeted, helping young preachers 10 years ago. I just wanted to help them so they wouldn't make the mistakes that I made. Now, Young Preacher is known all over. People are talking, they're having panels because I brought Young Preachers together. I plowed for 35 years. 1980, y'all not saying nothing. On a Sunday night in the little church on the west side of Detroit, I start preaching a word called, it's all in the word of God. And 35 years ago, I'm still plowing. 35 years later, I'm still plowing. The problem is we're not consistent. And consistency does what Candace brings longevity and longevity produces a legacy. Y'all, y'all gonna have to plow. We don't, per, uh, uh, Purple Queen, we don't want to plow. We don't want to work. We just want it to happen. We want a man and we want him to show up at the door. We want him to, to ride in the garage and say, hey, I'm here, honey. We want a woman and we don't want to, we don't want to plow. We want a business, but we don't want to plow. Ooh, I can't wait to get my business so I don't have to get up so early. What are you talking about? When you got your own business, you may not even ha have time to sleep. Because if I know if I plant this seed, it will grow because that is what God does. When we lose sight of the power of the seed, I'm done, y'all. And the providence of God, we forsake the process. Let me say it again. When we lose sight of the power of the seed that you planted, your work, your tears, your blood and sweat and tears. And we lose sight of the providence of God. We forsake the process. And when we for forsake the process of God, we forsake the God of the process. Let me say it again. Hot diggity dog, that sounded good to me. And when we forsake the process of God, we forsake the God of the process because it is God that is allowing you to go through the process so that he can do what he needs to do. He can hook you up with the right people. He can let the right people bring your name to the front. You can connect with the right people. You can be in the right rooms. You can be in the right club. Somebody somewhere is looking for you with your name on their lips to take you where you've never been, to get what you never had. Favor is looking for you. There is no exemption to the process of life. Jesus says, no man, it's in the text, no man, it doesn't matter who you are, how many years you have been serving God, you have to go through 
Come here, Jesus. What do you want? You want dates? Jesus was not exempt from the process, although he wished he was. The night before they got ready to take him to Calvary, he said, Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass. But you know what? Not my will, but your will be done. He had to go on the cross. I'm not going there. Y'all ain't going to make me preach for real. Jesus was not exempt of the process himself. Number three, the problem. I gave you the picture, the process, and now the problem. What is the problem? I'm glad you asked, Dr. Eve. What is the problem? I'm glad you asked, Candace. What is the problem, Bishop? I'm glad you asked, Quanisha. What is the problem? I'm glad you asked, Coffee. What is the problem? I'm glad you asked, Angelica, Janelle, Hope, Nairobi. I'm glad y'all asked. The problem is, it's very simple, Watson. You know what the problem is, Coffee? We grow tired of the process. That's the problem. I said I was telling y'all about the picture, the process, and the problem. The problem is some of y'all in this room watching me right now, you get tired of the process. We become easily distracted away from the process. And we welcome any distraction or escape from the process. I was at my barber Saturday morning. He called me early. He said, Bishop, I got an opening. He said, you don't have to come at 1145. You can come at 845 if you, because I live right across the street from my barber shop, Dr. Eve. And I was talking to him and he said, I got this student. I got this student. He said, he's a, he's a good student. He said, but every time I tell him something that he's doing wrong he always looks around and look back to see if anybody is watching me tell him that he did wrong <laughs> i you know one thing about being a preacher for 35 years when you know where you're going with something it get happy to you and y'all don't know where i'm going let me repeat it the barber said, my barber, who's a who's also a teacher at a, a barber school, he's also chairman of the board of the licensing of barbers here in the, in the state of Michigan. DeAndre, y'all seen him sometime on my Instagram. Instagram, he said, I got a student bishop that every time I try to correct him and tell him what he's doing wrong, he always looks to the side and look back to see if anybody is listening. And I got to thinking about that. I said, D, I said, if he does that when he's cutting somebody's hair, then if he allows distractions, then he's going, he said, Bishop, I tell him, you're going to mess up somebody's hair. And you ain't, I don't care how much you got a license. If you get distracted, y'all not going to say nothing to me in here. I'm a preacher, baby. If you get distracted, while you're cutting their hair. See, the devil wants you to look back because he hates plowing. Plowing turns the ground over. And when you faithfully serve God, even when it's hard going, you turn things upside down. 
See, Dr. Eve, the problem with, with the devil is, the enemy, we'll call him that, is that as long as you have in church and jumping and shouting and, and, and you know, you ain't doing nothing for people, but when you begin to change people's lives and you begin to tell people that they can live better and that they can have better, you turn things up. Uh, uh, Acts 17 and 6 says about some people that was in, in Acts, they said, who are those people? They said, those are the ones that have turned the world upside down. It ain't just about having church. That's why I'm glad we ain't in four walls like that. It's about changing people's lives. I'm not here to argue. I'm not here to debate. I am here to help plow and change people's lives. Y'all remember there's a woman in the Bible, and I'm done. The music can start playing if I was in church. There was a, there was a woman in the Bible by the name of Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife? She, what, come here, come here, Candace. Come here, come here. Candace, Lot, the, see, 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 Dr. Eve, coffee, you're going to like this. See, see, coffee, y'all. See, see, the problem, oh my God, I'm having a fit right here in my desk. Uh, see, 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 the problem is, uh, the scripture does not say that Lot's wife went back. It, she ne it never said, don't go back. Lot and his family was told not to look back. Mm -hmm. She didn't go back. See, there's some of us that no matter what happened, we're not going back. The key is not whether you go back. Lord have mercy. I'm in Genesis 1926. Uh -huh. it, it says that if you look back, Lot, you and your little family, you're going to turn into a pillow of salt. The problem is, y'all, some of y'all say this word is not for you because, Bishop, I, I, ain't, I ain't getting ready to go back. I, I, no, it ain't that you look. You got distracted and you look back. She got killed because she didn't go back, just simply took a glance back at the past. That's why millions of, 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 of Israelites did not go into, into, into the promised land. The Israelites never went back to Egypt, but they continuously kept looking back by what they said, how they talked. If you'd have just left us in, in Egypt, we wouldn't be out here in the wilderness, Moses. You talk negative. I'm broke as, I'm broke as the Ten Commandments. I'm broke as, I'm, you talk negative. Ain't nobody out here for me. All the men bad. Dr. Eve, I agree with you. Every man ain't bad. Some are. But you say it. So guess what? You manifest. Caught for you right. One of the greatest books I wrote is 30-some pages. I manifest. What you say, you manifest. And you begin to say, there is no good man. And guess what? You don't get no good man because you manifest. You bring forth what you say. You don't just, you don't just, you don't just turn and look back by what you say. It's your words, your words, your words kill you. We are destroyed because of what we say. Stop looking back to your past. 
Because when you're in the process, you can't hardly see your future. There was some, there was some leopards, and I closed. This is my third closing. I'm Baptist. I have three closing. There, there was, there was, uh, there was some leopards. They said at the gate, there was famine in the land, and they said to themselves, "If we sit here, glory to God, we die. If we go back, ain't no food there. We're definitely gonna die. But let's get up from here." And, and 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 let's let's just take a chance. Let's just take a risk. Extreme faith for the process. I know where I'm at. That's what we're talking about. Let, let's just take a chance. Let's just take a chance and go forward. And as they, watch this, I talked about the providence of God, right? As they're going forward, y'all ain't saying that God causes as they're planting seed going forward. Hallelujah to the Lamb. I'm getting happy on my 35th year of preaching. Uh, as they're going forward, God causes the enemy in the next camp to leave. And when the leopard boys get there, there's nothing but gold and food and silver. Because when you make, you know what? They used to say this was a lie, Angelica. I need an old saint. Who's the oldest in here? I need an old saint because y'all know nothing about this. Y'all don't know nothing about this. Y'all don't know what I'm about to say. Y'all don't know nothing about it. I'm getting ready to date myself. I know I'm hip and cool, but I still like, oh, uh, they used to say when you say, if you make one step, he'll make two, that that's a lie. That's not a lie. That's the providence of God. God said, if you plant, he said, I'll do something. But everything that God promises, you got to do something. Man with the withered hand, put your hand out. Huh? Man laying on the bed, on the mat, get up. You got to do something. Them boys went in the camp, them leopards, and they found food, and they were able to feed the whole country just about with, because they moved. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, stop looking back at your past. God's delivering you from your past today. You decided, all 60, some of y'all, you decided to come in this room today, and God told me to tell y'all, you're only going through the process. This ain't going to take you out. This ain't going to kill you. This ain't a death sentence. This ain't the end of the road. And number four. Number four. Number four is the shortest of all. He'll give you more on the way than he will on, and then, then he'll give you there at your destiny. The picture, the process, the problem. And the promise, the promise. If you have faith in the process, you will see the harvest. Right now, it's October. You ride up in the country where it's sugar cane and, and, and all them kind of, if you live in anywhere in the South, right now, it's harvest time. Because they had faith in the process. They had faith that God was going to provide water. And if not, they would put water out there to water the field. They had faith to turn the field over, but they didn't let go of the plow. There, there would be no need for water. There would be no need for turning the ground over if you don't plow. Ladies and gentlemen, somebody here, you're going to tell me in the back chat, you're going to tell me, uh, you're going to tell me, you're going to tell me, you're going to tell me this. 
You're going to tell me that this message was for you. You're going to tell me that you almost was about to give up on your dream, on your new business, on planning your business, on your online business, on your streaming business, whatever, whatever God has in your mind. That's the picture. You're going to tell me you were about to give up because it was getting harder and you didn't understand that it was the process because you're in the middle of the problem. You're in the middle of the problem. You're second guessing the process. You're about to cancel. We live in a cancel culture. We'll cancel in a minute. We cancel people, but we also cancel our dreams. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And other fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit a hundredfold. I'm in Luke 8 and 8. And when he had said these things, he cried. He that has an ear. <laughs> Let him hear. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't avoid the process. You only make the process a problem <laughs> when you get distracted. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, the process is not to take you out, but to take you up. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, let me say it again. The process is not to take you out, but to take you up. You're going to live to see it happen. Though your beginning be small, your ladder shall be great. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. I say, though your beginning be small, you're only selling three dresses right now. I always bring up the young lady, um, all things Renee, I think that's what it is. My friend in Atlanta started off just an online business. Next thing you saw, she had a a, 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 a little warehouse, a little office. And now she got a little warehouse. Made her first million. Plow. You don't think she had distractions? You don't think people that are that 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 are great had distractions? You don't think that we have processes? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. I pray, God, that you will let us see the picture for our life purpose. I pray, Father, for the process that we would not complain, that we would endure, we would not be distracted. And, Father, we thank you that we will not allow it to be a problem because we get distracted in the process. Thank you for the promise. 30, 60, 100 fold. Thank you for every business. I, I feel strong anointing for entrepreneurs. This is a word for somebody that's an entrepreneur. This is a word that somebody that's working for somebody and you spoke about. Don't get stuck at a temporary stop and you're supposed to be doing your own thing. That's what the Spirit of the Lord said to me today to tell y'all, don't get stuck in a temporary stop. I've drove to Atlanta three times this summer. I've drove to Pittsburgh twice. I've drove to uh, Philly, New Jersey area twice. I'm not a driver. Never drove that far in my life, but because of the pandemic. And there are rest stops along the way. 
what would I look like getting stopped, stopping at a rest stop and say, I'm just going to live here. I'm going to just live here at this rest stop. That's what some of y'all have done. The process took you out so much that you got distracted at somebody else's job instead of working for yourself. You was never supposed to get stuck. Just like Abraham. Abraham, get up from this place. You ain't supposed to be here. Leave your family. You've gotten distracted. Who is my mother? Who is my father? In this same text, Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. In the same text, he says, no, don't follow me. Go home and tell everybody. Use your influence. Hey, y'all. The picture, the process, the problem, the promise. This is for somebody. And if this word was for you today, hand raising is on. Raise your hand. All 64. Raise your hand. If this word was for you today, if this word was for you today, if you understand the word, raise your hand. Raise your hand. And leave it. Keep it lifted. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. All of you. Today, we're going to sow seed. Some of you may not have a church home and you're still looking for somewhere to pay your tithes. You can do it. Uh, this is Sunday service. This is virtual church. Some of you told me that this is your time of church. Uh, but today, I, I want everybody to sow $35. Why? It's my anniversary. If you appreciate the ministry, if you appreciate the ministry that I give here on Clubhouse on Sundays, I just simply want you to sow a seed, give an offering. I see my daughter, Melinda, down there. She's not going to come up, of course. But PTR and Angelica has all the given information in her picture. Thank you, Angelica. Uh, if you PTR, dollar sign, Greg Davis. Uh, thank you, uh, Coffee. Those of you that are on, uh, I'm on YouTube. Those of you that are on YouTube, the information is scrolling at the bottom. I'm on YouTube right now also. The information is scrolling at the bottom. Cash app, dollar sign, Greg Davis, 10. PayPal, contact Greg Davis at gmail.com. Uh, Givelify, Greg Davis Ministries. Uh, Zell, Greg Davis Show at gmail.com. Um, Venmo is Greg Davis One. If you're on the app and you want to give, you can do that. I've been preaching 35 years this very day. This very day. 35 years ago, I thank God for the lives. My theme for 35 years ago has been pouring the oil of joy into the world. Now I'm doing it through relationship. I've learned how to pivot. I've learned how to rebrand. I've learned how to hear the voice of God. The worst place to be in the world is where God is not anymore. Let me say it again. The worst place in the world is to be where God is not anymore. Those of you that can sow, and you say, Bishop, I appreciate your, 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 your ministry. Thank you, um, those of you that are sewing on the app. I appreciate you. It goes by so fast, I can't call your name, but uh, I think Paulette did. Um, 35 years, just a dollar a year. Somebody, some of you may want to give more than that. Yeah. Um, some of you may want to do more than that. Whatever the Lord is leading you to do on today, do it now. 35 so we might want to get one thirty. Whatever the Lord is speaking, do it now. Ladies, would you all like to have any comments on stage? Those of you that are on on uh, line um, and see me, I'm gonna disconnect now. You can sow that seed. I'm gonna leave it up for a minute. Uh, the Lord bless you.
real good. Pray you enjoy the word.